Connect, connecting people. Uh, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome again to the Connect, uh, the Connect podcast. Um, we are very nervous today. <laughs> yes, and we had our best behavior <laughs> because something very special is happening, and someone extremely special to the maritime industry, to the people of Malmo, to the people of the World Maritime University, is here. And uh, how are you, Sisla? Oh, well, thank you. Nervous, yes. Um, but more than anything, quite excited mm-hmm. to be here. And we are also joined by our technical director, Clement, who is in charge of everything technical about the Connect. He makes sure that we sound great, which I hope we do because, you know, for a while I did not like my voice, but Clement makes it sound really nice. And he's also responsible for the finished product of the Connect. The Connect, connecting people. Off to a very important uh, podcast that I never thought uh, we would be doing it so early in our life as the Connect podcast. Wait, Debza, let's just keep them in suspense a bit. Um, We just want to acknowledge um, the president, President's sister, yes. Athenia. We yeah. also have Sandra joining us in studio, and of course, our studio from Mozambique, yeah. who is special friend to the Connect. And we have not. People don't know which president we're talking to actually, but I think they can make it out because I said it's a special friend to the World Maritime University, a special friend to the to the maritime industry, industry yes. and to the people of Malmo. Right, uh, ma'am. I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself and tell us who you are. Okay. <laughs> I am Cleopatra Dumbia Henry, and I am from Dominica, island of Dominica, but I'm married to a young man <laughs> from Mali. Ah. <laughs> so um, we have met a long time ago, and we have two children, two boys. Oh, amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, the president of the World Maritime University, Dr. Dumbia Henry. Welcome, ma'am. And thank you so much for honoring our invitation to come to The Connect. Like I said earlier, we, uh, we never thought our third episode would be uh, with someone so important. So we really, really, really are honored. So we thought we'd do something different. Uh, we've got your official biography, which I know that it, is not, it does not even begin to cover what you've done in your wonderful life that you've had, your wonderful professional life, I mean. Um, and Cecilia is going to read the first half and I'm going to read the other half and then we'll then continue with the, with the podcast. If you allow us, thank you. With over three decades of professional and academic experience, Dr. Cleopatra Dumbia Henry, an international lawyer, is a global leader on maritime law, labor standards and labor law and law of international organizations. She is a distinguished academic in the field of international law and an international advocate for sustainability and innovation. Appointed by the Secretary General of the International Maritime Organization, IMO, Dr. Dumbia Henry became the seventh president of the World Maritime University, WMU, a university established within the framework of the IMO. She is the first woman president at the... At the and the first president. And the first president from a developing country. As the chief executive officer of WMU, she oversees and directs the operations and administration of the university, positioning it as the global center of excellence in maritime and ocean education, research and capacity building, taking on board the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. 
Dr. Dumbia Henry is also a panel member for the Rapid Response Labor Mechanism of the United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement. In 2021, Dr. Dumbia Henry was selected for the top 100 most influential people in shipping by the Lloyds List. Before joining WMU, Dr. Dumbia Henry held various senior positions at the International Labor Organization, the ILO, other, another specialized agency of the United Nations. During her tenure as director, uh, the, uh, or director of International Labor Standards Department, first woman director since the establishment of the ILO in 1919, Dr. Dumbia Henry was responsible for the ILO's International Labor Standards Policy, uh, and the ILO's supervisory bodies and procedures governing international labor standards. She led the department to effectively assist the ILO member states on implementation of their international obligations, including through technical assistance, advice, research, and capacity-building programs. She spearheaded the development of the innovative and historic ILO Maritime Labor Convention, uh, the MLC, uh, 2006, which consolidated 68 international labor instruments. The MLC 2006, as amended, has been ratified to date by 97 member states to date, representing 91% of the world gross tonnage of ships. Dr. Dumbia Henry also led the ILO's participation in a number of IMO-ILO interagency collaborations on several issues of common interest, including the joint IMO-ILO ad hoc expert working groups on fair treatment of seafarers and on liability and compensation regarding claims for death, personal injury and abandonment of seafarers. Dr. Dumbia Henry began her career at the University of the West Indies in Barbados as lecturer in law and later worked at the Iran-US Claims Tribunal in The Hague, the, ne the Netherlands and the World Bank. Dr. Dumbia Henry has dual Dominican and Swiss nationality. Her qualifications include barrister at law and solicitor, a PhD and LM, LLM from the University of Geneva, and an LLM and LLB from the University of West Indies. She has published extensively on a wide range of international law subjects. Dr. Dumbia Henry is fluent in English, French, and Spanish. I don't want to say it's a mouthful, but this is extremely humbling for me to meet somebody with so many accomplishments. And how does it feel when something like this is read about you in front of you? What emotions does it invoke? Well, it makes me feel a little bit funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is that yeah. you? Huh? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> So we just thought we should read it like that and then find out from you as, as a young people, um, as, as in, the, in the position that you hold uh, as an inspire, uh, uh, what, what is it that, that, that made you, if you had to say it in a very short sentence, uh, accomplish so much? Well, I think it's passion. <clears throat> if you have passion and you have people around you who support you, there is nothing that can stop you. So I've been very fortunate along the years. I have worked, because I worked for a long time at the International Labour Organization for 30 years, I always had gentlemen who supported me. And um, I would say that just I just felt that I had opportunities that I never expected 
but I took advantage of every single one of them. Mm-hmm. including today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we are so happy that you came. And I, as I said, before you go to your question, um, when you spoke about people that were helping you along the way, I know that WMU is a serious uh, um, um, uh, supporter of, of mentoring. And you have a wonderful program that's running with the ladies at WMU. Uh, can you just um, reflect on that program? Sile uh, is, 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 one, is one of the mentee, mentees there. And uh, recently she was in London with you. Uh, and she represented us very well there. Like, if you have to reflect on uh, the, the the relation from what you said about being helped and then having access to people that supported you and then this mentorship program, how would you reflect on it a little bit? Well, I would say that I think we all get opportunities and the, the issue is whether or not we seize those opportunities. We have people that are ready to help us along the way at all times. <clears throat> Even today, in my position as the president of the university, I'll always turn around and see, you know, what else can I do? Who can I help? Because I've been, as I said, I've been very fortunate. And for me, it is time, it is given, I have said since I started that it was time to give back to society for all that I was able to take forward and to be the person I am today. So I just want particularly for those of us that come from the developing world to know that yes, we can. And it is possible. It is possible. And a little bit of hard work also goes a long way. Yes, there is no doubt that if you do not, if you work, if you just want to (laughs) <laughs> you know, do other things yes. than work hard. I think we all have to work hard. It is yeah. that's where we can grow yeah. um, <clears throat> and uh, take advantage of the opportunities that come before us. Many times we have opportunities, but often we probably forget uh, how much, if we had pursued another path, we could have achieved. Um, well, I think important for me is, since I have myself for the entire career, had people who were able to lift me up, mm. who were able to encourage me and say, yes, we can. I've always said, yes, we can, and yes, we will. So this is how I would, you know, if I look at, when I look at young people, I always say, I've made it, but you can too. That, that's really interesting, Madam President. I think I, I want to, to talk about the present. Um, just briefly speak about your time here at WMU. Um, I mean, you were, it's a huge appointment that you had, you know, being at WMU and, you know, having international responsibilities. Was it what you expected or was it more? <laughs> well, you know, when I was asked <clears throat> to take on the position of the president of the World Maritime University, I was actually quite stunned because just along the way, I used, before I became president, I used to come to teach at WMU on labor matters, you know, the labor from, of course, from the perspective of a lawyer. And I was uh, heading the ILO at the time um, in the legal department for one 
a good period of time, and then in the International Labour Standards Department that I until I left um, the ILO. So I felt that I had people, and there were men, two men. I started my career at the ILO in the legal office, um, and then of course I was then promoted in various positions at the ILO. But they were always all men, yes. and they enabled me mm-hmm. to grow. And that's why I say it's not a question of gender; mm. it's whether or not each one of us is ready to the, the, the whatever we've been dealt with yes. to take advantage of that and move forward. Don't look back; just look to see. And you know, there are people along the way who can. Who help all the and time, and who want to and help, and who want to help, and it is up to us, each one of us, to decide whether or not we want to take the leap mm-hmm. and go the extra mile, yeah. or decide to stay where we are. But I think there are lots of people out there who are ready to support yeah. and to help anyone of us to grow. That needs to be helped, yes. And I, I like how you say it was not a question of gender. But from president to president, <laughs> do you think it is more challenging being a woman leader? Not at all. Um, I think that again, probably it's because I have been in senior management positions, mm-hmm. and I have also engaged significantly with the industry, mm-hmm. you know, maritime industry. Because yes. I was always had a passion about the maritime industry, um, and. And all along my path, and that's why I say a lot depends on how the whatever is dealt us. How do we take it and take that forward? How yes. do we, how, how do we even when we we are not sure about it, don't be afraid to ask questions and, and asking for help as and well. asking for help. I think that's very important because people want to be so strong, and in the in the midst of all this strength, you forget to ask for help because there's people that know more than you do, right. you know. And someone once told me that, you know, it's very important to also surround yourself with people that know more than you, mm. people who are more smarter than you because then you learn and then those people are more enabling than people who know less than you. Um, so so I, 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 I take your point very well about asking for help and allowing people to help you yeah. as well. And strangely, I had men all the way. That's beautiful. My entire time at Arlo. Yeah. Um, and then when uh, when Sekimutsu, in fact, when I was stepping down from the ILO, I met Mr. Sekimutsu on his way back from Malmo, going back. We've gone out, of course, in this yes. fantastic building in which we are now. Yeah. Um, but I was also teaching. I used to go from the ILO to teach at at, at WMU. Yeah. Um, and one one even one day, and he heard I was stepping down from the ILO. Yeah. And he's the one who said, asked me. Can you come and run the university? And wow. I said, Well, I had a couple more months to go, or something like that. Yeah. He said, Whenever you can, please come. So I ended my ILO days, and yeah. I immediately arrived in Malmo. And um, well, I will be stepping down in the next uh, couple of weeks. Yes. And uh, but I have everything to. I just think about everything that we were able to do together. No one person can do it alone. Absolutely. And what I have tried to do is to ensure that, you know, whatever the legacy I have, I would want to leave behind, I would want to ensure that I have done the right thing 
and enable them to take the institution forward. The most important thing is that uh, dimension of it. Let's take it forward. And I hope that whoever succeeds me will be able to do that. And you have Max, Professor Max Mejia yes. coming on board. And decision has already been made. And mm. I am very proud and very pleased that he's the individual. He's the person who's going to take, uh, take from, take, you know, yeah. sort of succeed me. Absolutely. And I think will continue to the legacy that we have really well started. We've, you know, the university is unique. It is just such an incredible institution. Yeah. Um, and we have the best in the world who are our faculty members, those who are working with us in, 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 on, you know, in, in, in the areas of, yes. um, uh, you know, including uh, our, our staff, all our staff members. What is important is that we make sure that, you know, they have the necessary um, let's say support yeah. that they need because we all need support along the way that they need to grow to develop and to help Im- expand mm-hmm. and improve as much as we can as long as we see something else that we can do yes. to grow the university even more and uh, to enhance its capacity and of course to ensure that uh, this university, which is a United Nations institution, absolutely, we must re- we must realize how lucky and fortunate we are to be in a situation where we belong to the United Nations. I, but I think I need to catch on on what you said about your time here and what you did and what you achieved. And and yesterday we were talking about this whole thing, and I was talking about something that I heard uh, from the CEO of Apple. I think his name is Tim Cook, mm-hmm. and was talking about you know when you go to a place or when you are here on Earth, when you leave, leave it in a better place than you found it. And we debated a bit about asking you this question about are you leaving the university in a better way than you found it? And if you could just elaborate on how that. I think we can each and every one of us can add value. Mm-hmm. There's no one who have it all. Mm. And <clears throat> it is my hope that I have uh, tried my best to take the university as far as I could and hope that the, whoever succeeds me and we know who that person mm-hmm. is going to be, which is my home, Professor Max Mejia, will, in my view, be able to um, take it forward. Yes. Take it forward and grow it. There is nothing that is static. Mm-hmm. Things change. And what is important is that the quality of our delivery and our outcomes, that that quality is outstanding. Mm-hmm. That's our responsibility. So that the university, we have grown the university significantly mm-hmm. since I arrived. And it is my hope that my successor will continue to build on the expertise and the mm-hmm. support when those who need it most mm-hmm. are seeking for it. Mm-hmm. And the innovation and the research and just the wonderfulness of the university. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, yeah. And you mentioned, you know, speaking about taking and, you know, being in a position and moving forward, you were very instrumental in the development of the Maritime Labour Convention. And if you don't know, in many places, you're actually known as the mother of MLC. <laughs> um, so you went country by country, getting support. And I just want to ask, um, what did it take 
And how do you feel about it now? Well, it takes a lot, of course, a mm. lot of. It takes a lot of you. You know, you have to be focused. Mm. Uh, you have to be patient, mm. and you have to be determined. Mm. Well, I was determined. Mm. <laughs> um, and what is important for me um, when I was stepping down from the ILO, where I served, as I said earlier, for thirty years. What was important for me is the fact that I had so many men along my path mm-hmm. who enabled me to grow. And for me, whether we have men today, I still happen to be the woman here at the university, the first woman, female yeah. uh, president. It is my hope that the future, even if it's not next one, just we know who the person is, is going to be a man. That I hope in the future. We also have more women mm. who will be able to hold that banner, that platform, as a as the president of the university. So that you know, we've made a big shift with my coming in. I hope that this will not be the only one mm. and the only time, but that we'll have other people coming along the way, women, yes. who will also be able to take advantage of the opportunities. And in fact, become one of those days the yeah. next Secretary General after this current one. Well, um, we need to go on a break just for a few seconds because we are then going to talk about uh, the IMO and the Secretary General elephant in the room. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back. The Connect, connecting people, and we are back. Um, uh, when we went on a break <laughs> I know it's surprising this break that we take <laughs> when we went on the break you had just brought up a very important subject um, if everything goes well we could end up having a woman secretary general of the IMO by the end of this year uh, and I think this is a question that CCM must ask because I, I I feel it's better asked by a woman then you know it just has more impetus and gravitas coming from a lady than coming from me well since you can take over this conversation now um so it's quite big first woman uh, secretary general that's quite big we just want to know we know it's early days but what is your gist of your man- what is the gist of your manifesto what is the gist of my manifesto <laughs> well what would i say I think it's time for a woman. Um, the United Nations system, when I look at it as a whole, not just look at IMO, but the, you know, looking at it as a whole, we still have a long way to go to have women at the helm. Um, and for the time being, well, I think we have at the IMO now at least three women who have uh, all together, including myself, um, hoping to be the next Secretary General of yes. Women. So I think this is great news. This is the first time I think that Definitely. Will, if yes. it were to materialize, I would hope that this would at least be the chance, the opportunity, and that member states should see that as a good thing, whoever that individual would be. But let it be a woman. That is my hope. And 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 if we were to say you should be um, the the next person, the next uh, uh, secretary general. Um, what is it that you would be? We know what you will be bringing to the table, but what is it that would be your championing 
uh, um, manifesto going forward, if, if I could put it like that. Hmm. <laughs> That's a tough one. One yeah. I didn't think about. Um, what would that be? I mean, there's a there's a lot of issues that are coming up, um, and I don't well, want to mention yeah, the obvious ones. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, but yeah. we we one of the big issues of our times right now is addressing the issue that is before us with respect to global warming. This is a this is happening, um, and what are we going to do about it? How are we going to really ensure that we you know we can? help reduce mm. the uh, impact of global warming. Yes. This is this is sine qua non. It's, it's I think huge. Yeah. It's huge. Um, and I think the IMO has an important role to play in this respect in terms of the maritime sector. Mm-hmm. And it is not just only an issue of addressing climate change it's also about reflecting on the role of women mm. and the role they can play in this in this area mm. so i think the time has come to have a woman at the helm <laughs> mm, mm, mm. yes and considering that we have at least three women it is my hope that one of them makes it can make it and make a difference because the whole idea is just not making it but making it to ensure that they you know there is not just it's not just about women but that mm. a difference that we can make a difference both men and women we can make a difference Absolutely. we have to sort of you know expand that concept mm. and just think about who is the best person to take the institution forward. Mm. There is a lot of work to be done. It's not just climate change, yes. it's decarbonization, it's, you know, there are a whole series of issues on the table right now mm. and we need people, whether they are men or women, and I hope we have women also who are dedicated to addressing this issue and will address it efficiently, effectively. And without a doubt, ensure that the future that we leave our children or children's children. That we, we leave this world a better place a than better we have found it. That's I think. Right. Yes. And, okay. and speaking of issues, uh, Madam President, we have the International Day of Seafarers upcoming. And along with the theme Marple at 50, our commitment goes on. And as much as we celebrate this day every year, but our heroes are still going through a lot in the line of duty. What message do you have for them? Seafarers are one of my passions. I've always been passionate about our seafarers and taking care of our seafarers. Um, And in my view, they've suffered a lot during the pandemic. Mm. Huge. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that we turned around fast enough to enable them to know that, yes, they made a big difference by being able to continue to enable us to have all the goods and everything else that arrived on our shores. Mm. Otherwise, without them, half of the world, you starve probably. And so, 
I am passionate about my CVRs. Mm. They're the ones that I write about all the time. Mm. Uh, any article you see me write, it is about CVRs. Mm. And my last, I, in fact, my um, I wasn't able to do as many articles as I would otherwise have done. Mm. But whenever I write, I write about CVRs. And my last two articles are on CVRs and the work they did and how much we owe them. Um, I <laughs> you see you stun us with your with your brilliance and your yeah. Anyway, um, I think we are coming to the end of of our of our chat. Um, <clears throat> but also um, with you uh, stepping down very very soon, um, we are very proud that we were the class that uh, your last class basically at World Maritime University. Um, what message would you have? Not just for us, but for uh, your alumni, uh, your staff that you have at WMU, uh, and and the future WMU uh, graduates. Uh, what 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 message and what's your wish for us? My wish for those of you who are currently at IMO at WMU now studying. My um, hope is that all of you will be able to go back home with all of the elements that you need to help take your institution first and foremost, take them forward. But we want to make sure we do have in place is that we have management in our countries that know that the people who are coming back from having obtained a master's degree in maritime affairs or a PhD for those who are also doing the PhD program, that they are coming back with the tools, the energy, the determination to help take the country forward, particularly in the maritime and ocean. Don't ever forget, maritime is on the oceans. Maritime and ocean issues that we have all, you would have all um, embraced in various ways, including through your your dissertations mm -hmm. that you will write. This will be, for each and every one of you, the most important of all the areas mm -hmm. that you have certainly have to have had, yes. but the difference that you will make in going back home and being able to help build the maritime industry in whatever way you can within your country and enabling and ensuring that governments recognize that they, you all are coming back with the expertise that are at the highest level. Mm to review and rethink how we can continue to engage with the IMO in areas that are critical mm -hmm. in our times right now. Decarbonization, and you have heard all of that as part of your curriculum yes. and part of the exams that you are you know, yes. all going to be writing on mm -hmm. whatever those issues are. Um, and I, I feel very confident, and I have been at the university now for almost eight years, and I have seen how much we have grown in that space of time, and how many of you have gone back 
being able to build the country, the maritime industry or the ocean. Don't forget, we in, I included the oceans. Yes. We've added the oceans, not just to the maritime sector, but also just take the whole yes. global ocean that we all have to protect for our children and the world. Yes. Hmm. I don't think there's anything else that I can say. Yes, certainly not. Um, besides just thanking you, Madam President, for joining us and reminding us that yes, we can. And, and, and you know, just as a woman in the industry, there's still so much more that we need to do and it's our responsibility to take on from where you've left. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, ma'am. I can't add uh, anything more to what wonderful words that Sita has said. Uh, just to thank you for coming. Uh, to thank uh, our technical director, Clement, for doing the good work that he does. And he is from Nigeria, uh, just so I don't get it wrong. And, uh, <laughs> and to thank uh, El Cidio from, from, from Zim... From. <laughs> From Mozambique, I'm, I'm joking. From Mozambique, um, and and of course, um, you know, like, and this is not off the record, but I think I'd like to add this. Like, um, I think I think when everybody who has not been to WMU who aspires to come to WMU just know that the city of Malmo, through your work, Madam President, and everybody else, is so welcoming to people from uh, World Maritime University. And by you mentioning that I'm, I'm a student at WMU, they know, oh, the building there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so thank you so much for your work. Thank you so much for building the pathway for everybody to succeed. When somebody asked me about uh, coming to WMU, like, what is it like? I said, everybody there wants you to succeed. Yes. That's all I say. Like, yeah. everyone from the staff at reception all the way through, everyone is helpful, everyone is kind, everyone wants you to succeed. And it's because of people like you that lead them. Um, and, and, and we thank you before I go all the way. But thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Connect. Connecting people.